0: Talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Three teams have been 15 and one in the history of the National Football League.
1: All
0: right, give yourselves a round of applause. All right, it's our Friday live stream here. Little Feedback Friday. We'll get to as many of your comments, questions, concerns, critiques as we can from the YouTube comments, the Purple Daily YouTube comments and also from the uh, the feedback tab. Uh, Judd, how are, how, you're hydrating. I see that. That's good. How are you feeling after to. two days of joint
1: practice? A little sore. I'm, I'm
0: sore. My feet hurt
1: a little bit. It's a yeah. lot of standing up, a um, lot of uh, um, writing issues. But you know what? A little you carpal a tunnel we got a game tomorrow. We got an off day today. Got a game tomorrow. We're going to be back stronger than ever for the the Cardinals practices. I saw the forecast. By the way, buckle It's going to be hot. Yeah, it's going to be. Those hot. practices are going to be in an Arizona-like heat, but it ain't going to be dry.
0: Yeah, are we going to have to move those inside somewhere? Like, do they do they have space to do oh. it inside or not? No, really? I mean
1: they don't. And they Ooh, dude,
0: move the it to the stadium. Move it to the stadium. They, they like the heat.
2: Yeah, they Brace like the heat. that heat. This damn cool. wind has gotten my allergies hooked back up because they, like, dropped in this. temperature. I've been just sneezing and sniffled and dried for, like, the last 48 hours. Give me the heat. I want the heat. We're going to want that when it's, you know, negative 45 wind chill. I don't want the heat. the
1: heat. I don't want the heat, but I agree with you on the wind. The summer wind, I don't live here. Like, if I'll move to a place, if I want summer wind, there's a lot of places I could North go. Dakota. There's, I don't want to be standing there and being, like, blown around. It, it just it bothers around. me. <laughs> you know, you, blow, your, you your your guys, You guys, I
0: I was the only one that had the foresight to wear a hooded sweatshirt to practice yesterday.
1: Yeah, it was chilly. And all oh, you guys was, were, like, in the, the, the shade, cold. Your, yeah, the wind I, is I blowing you around. Once I was in the sun, I, I was fine. But that was a smart move. Yeah, oh. it was much chillier but you know what i'll take yesterday's chili over what we're about to have oh no but football chance. coaches love the heat
2: no chance give me the heat i don't well, want we just that disagree it's fine
1: blowing all over the place Greg oh, no Schill i know I, I need MSC i'm gonna
0: six. i'm gonna sit here till one of you wins this argument
1: yeah just, it's fine we disagree but what i'm saying is that the cardinals and vikings <laughs> will the the coaching staffs i think are going to be very pleased because they're going to I think the whole thing is football coaches like to get their players lathered up, <laughs> lathered up,
0: lathered up. Put them
1: in the elements.
0: <laughs> so, all right. Uh, meteorologists Mackie, Judd, and Declan are here for uh, some, some football discussion today presented by our friends at TCL, one of the best selling consumer electronics brands with a new lineup of award-winning TVs, delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. Learn more at TCL.com and inspire greatness with TCL. And these Friday live streams are also presented by our friends at Surly, the before I die lager that uh, we, we appreciate everyone sending us pictures of your cans, just Mm -hmm. showing you that the uh, before I die lifestyle spans far and wide.
1: Yes. And it is time again to get back to, Show us your cans. I am at J Zolgad on X I guess now. I still call it Twitter and look at that beautiful can right there. Redesigned can now available as well in 12 packs. So mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken last year it was like four or six packs. Uh-uh, not now available in 12 packs. Also Saturday night starting with that game available on the in the third deck of US Bank Stadium. So before I die speaks to the mission that we are about to talk about, which is to end a streak of no Super Bowls since the since 1967 when the game began. Maybe this will
0: be the year. Let's get to the feedback here. From the YouTube comment sections, KFT590 says, it sounds like Caleb Evans had another concussion yesterday. I don't see how he can keep playing. He's going to end up having brain damage. There's an update on that. So a Caleb Evans did tweet out, and I, I don't have it in front of me, but it, I'm paraphrasing, that, hey, my new helmet got tested a little bit yesterday, kind of like laughing emoji, but I'm okay. So he sent out That's the, good. oh, I know that he left practice for a while, right? Uh, but yeah. he, he is saying he's okay. I guess we'll see if the team holds him out of activities or if he officially enters concussion protocol. We don't know yet, but uh, but he said he's okay on Twitter or X.
1: Yeah, it was a play at the goal line that he broke up, and I think he collided with a teammate, right, Phil? And then he was actually going to stay in the drills, and O'Connell, of all people, raced out and yanked him out. But, yeah, that that is good news because coming off three concussions like that, I think there's far more concern about the concussions than his actual play. Like, I think he's shaping up to be a nice find in the fourth round. But I also agree, like, if, if the concussions continue to be a problem in this sport, at some point you just gotta say, I can't do it.
0: Yeah, so it's so it's something to watch. It's um But that's good. He said he's okay. You're always gonna kinda cringe whenever he hits somebody yeah. now, unfortunately, because you're just it is what it is, but um Wrigley Isleston via the YouTube comment section says, How are the Vikings so bad at finding corners? So I will say uh Andrew Booth Jr. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew Booth Jr. had kind of a rough day in some certain parts from what I saw. I was watching more of the offense, but He did have a big interception, but then, of course, right after he intercepts, it's like his highlight of camp so far, right? He picks off this pass against the Titans. I think it was Tannehill in the back of the end zone. And then he turns around and he chucks the ball at the Titans' sideline. He just literally turns around, and there's video of this on social media, and he just, like, whips the ball over at a group of Titans on the sidelines and almost started a skirmish. Uh, but, But to Wrigley's question, they've had... Basically, since Xavier Rhodes, they've taken so many shots in the draft, and this is also across two different front offices. So mm-hmm. how are the Vikings so bad at finding corners?
1: Um, I think part – well, I think it depends on the regime. I think pre-Zimmer especially, when it was Childress and Spielman, they always were trying to find a corner in, like, the third round to get cute. And it's my personal opinion that if you that if you identify a really good corner, it's usually a first round pick. So, like, I felt like the the Spielman blueprint was often to try to get cute. I'm going to you know, I'm going to find a good bargain bin deal on these old linemen in the sixth round. Oh, my God. Guess what? They failed. Um, The Xavier Rhodes find was actually a great find. And he's a first round pick. I've always argued – people thought Trey Waynes was trash. I mean, he he wasn't Rhodes, but I thought as a player, he was fine. Like, he was a solid corner. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I think it partially depends on where you pick them. And, like, the booth thing just looks like a miss. Like, it just looks like – You know, he was supposedly a first-round talent that the Vikings got in the second round because he had battled injuries. I think going back to high school, and shockingly, he's had problems with that. Mm -hmm. So, but I don't know that it's fair to say that they're awful across the board because I think there's different reasons, but I don't think that you can, like, dismiss Rhodes and Waynes as, like, because they're not bust. And look, it it sounds like he's going to be okay, but Makai Blackman looks like he he can play. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm not willing to just say the entire thing is abysmal. I think at one point it was, but you know what? To their credit, they have done a better job, I think, at times. And corners are hard to find, man. Good corners yeah. are hard to find. You you are now covering receivers like Justin Jefferson.
2: I yeah. think two things work against them, too. They don't have as short of a shelf life as running backs in the NFL, where you're looking to like draft one every four years, but their peak is not long. Like look at Xavier Rhodes, perfect example, like the best cornerback in the NFL in two years. He was off the team Mm -hmm. Um, and it's it's getting harder and harder for them in that position with this becoming a pass happy league wide receivers being able to have more advantages. It's so tough to have them at their peak and then all of a sudden they fall off the cliff and they're really not worth paying anymore. So it's you have to like keep churning them out. I get, I get that Vikings fans get sick of it, but it's hard to keep them on top of the mountain,
0: basically. I mean, and how many teams in the NFL, not to, like, exonerate you know, the Vikings for having a, a weird cornerback situation, but how many teams in the NFL feel great about their three main cornerbacks? Yeah. Pro- probably not that many. And exactly. then to your point about first-round picks, okay, let's make sure that we are drafting cornerbacks in the first round. Well, they've whipped on some of those, too. And then if you start drafting cornerbacks in the first round every year, which fans have complained about well now you're not drafting edge rushers in the first round right. now you're it, not drafting a receiver or a quarterback or a pass rushing interior defensive lineman or a left tackle like they drafted christian Darius on the first round you want it so let's all right let's take him off the team and let's devote another first round pick to a cornerback right like you only get so many first round picks unless yes. you're tanking and trying to stockpile draft picks
1: this is why you don't draft Unless it's just an incredibly generational type of talent, this is why you don't draft safeties in the first round.
0: Yep. You can
1: find safeties; corners are hard to find.
0: Yep. Well, Dennis Green, thirty-seven fifty-seven via YouTube, chimes in from the from the Beyond, mm-hmm. and he says Duke Shelley played in eight games. He played long enough to prove he was solid, and he has looked solid this preseason. Uh, dumb take getting rid of Duke. Duke was a huge mistake. Do you think the Vikings will regret not bringing Duke Shelley back?
1: Oh boy! You know, here's my question: Is um, one one thing that we have to keep in mind is Brian Flores is introducing a totally different concept, and yeah. so I guess my question is this: Duke Shelley actually played very admirably in the Donatel defense. I don't know that it would have translated, and and Brian Flores was there; he could have stepped in and been like, "No, no, no, we got to keep the Duke of Shelley." No question about it. He didn't. Um it, it's also on the same type of note, you know, Patrick Peterson was a- allowed to go because Flores said we can't put him in man coverage like he didn't have a bad year last mm-hmm. year. But if we put him in my defense, it's going to be a disaster. So, no, I would say that Brian Flores, for the most part, aside from not allowing guys like Booth to go because they're draft picks, um, I think Brian Flores has the personnel as close to that he wanted as possible, my guess is that he didn't see Duke Shelley as a fit for his system.
0: Yeah, I would say send your complaints to Brian Flores, brian.flores at com or whatever his, I don't know what his email is. If, that's, if that is his email address, then I'm sorry, Brian. I
1: think you just took a good uh, uh, guess. I think they're .net.
0: Yeah. .net, vikings.net. Yeah, okay. I think you hit it. it. So, guys. So, I mean, like, that's the thing. You can – go. Because Dennis Green from the beyond here is ripping us for saying that – you know, it's not a big deal that Duke Shelley's gone, but it's really Brian. I mean, well, he wasn't expensive. It wasn't like he. I don't think he signed a big. It was like a two or three million dollar contract, right? So yeah, yeah, and so and so he, Brian Flores yeah. decided that he didn't need Duke Shelley. So blame that. Blame Brian Flores, not Judd, not me, not Declan. Duke Shelley. Also, was the guy who um, who
1: should have picked off a Trey Lance pass last week. In that preseason game, and literally deflected it to the San Francisco receiver for a touchdown pass. So, look, he was a great story. I'm not saying that that was was not a nice find, yeah. Duke, but Duke, Brian Flores Duke, would have Duke. stood in the way of that path if he had said, "I got to have Duke Shelley," yep. and he
0: didn't. Brian Smith says, "I would love to have you guys do a podcast at the Minnesota State Fair, if that's even possible." Well, Brian, mark <laughs> your calendar. Right. So we're doing we're doing one state fair show and we're doing it as part of like hubbard radio day and hubbard there's like hubbard tv there's all that's our parent company and so we're going to be on the carousel park stage saturday august 26th at one o'clock p.m -hmm. saturday august 26th 1 p.m uh it's it's basically right in the middle of, of the state fair it's just kind of adjacent to the grandstand it's yeah. the Carousel Park stage. Maybe we can put a map up sometime next week on one of the shows. But, yeah, we'd love to uh, to have you out there. Anyone who wants to make that their state fair day, come on out. We're still formulating plans for what we even want to do, but uh, we'll probably do a random Viking and some other uh, buffoonery. The but greatest hits. We'll play our greatest hits, yeah. That, I believe. We'll argue about Dante Culpepper and Aaron Rodgers from oh, 15 years great. ago. Sounds great. Twenty years. Back up.
2: Uh and I, I believe our guy Pat uh, will have the video file too. So I believe our YouTube audience, if you'd like okay. to see what 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 the hell is the State Fair, you can actually still see us. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll load it in afterwards. We won't be live on YouTube, we will load that guy in. I love the fair. I got three trips already. I go every the first Friday. I'll obviously be there. Then the next day, the Judge actually, Judge
0: had a visceral reaction to that. Yeah, wow. I know. And I, this one this one's That's gonna good. blow. This
2: one's gonna Judge's gonna leave the room when I tell him this. My engagement photos for my wedding are being shot at the Minnesota State Fair. <laughs> you <laughs> told me go. that before. Yep. Let's yeah, go. That's great. Mm-hmm. No. You
0: guys are you guys going to be that's like awesome. linking arms and, and eating corn and, and, like, dogs and Roger stuff? Or, yeah.
2: um, you know, it's weird. So our, our photographer, one of his bucket list items was he wants to shoot a thing at the State Fair. In fact, he's like giving our engagement shot for free because it's helping out his portfolio. Wow. Um, and I love the fair. She loves the fair. but. We were going, like, kind of near sunset time, too, and we're wearing... Actually, I'm getting, like, a whole outfit wardrobe being mailed to me right now. Like, we have to wear neutral colors. Whole thing. I'm very excited for this, though. Very excited.
0: Maybe Judd can come and help coordinate the photo shoot. Wouldn't that be great, Judd? You could help your sports son, Declan, here. Maybe no. you could educate him on the history of the Minnesota Twins, while like, between some of the shots. be great.
1: I don't remember doing engagement photos in my day.
2: I think even they're not at, like... I think more people do them than than most, but they're not like requirement necessarily.
0: Okay, no. we didn't do them, but we also had like a we had nine people at our wedding, and we it was a very small thing. But yeah, I think they're pretty. I'd say like fifty percent or more of people do yeah. the engagement photos. There's okay. also like the like the pregnancy photos too, where like Declan will awkwardly I feel, stand though. behind yeah. holding. We, we've you know, we've reveal. discussed that. Don't do a That's reveal, or a, and I'll we're not I'll doing that either. Yeah, Don't nope, do a reveal no
1: if you guys are <laughs> nope. blessed with kids and you do. A reveal,
0: I'm out. Let's no. Know. We not. should do a reveal. Maybe we can get Greg Joseph to like. So Declan's holding the football, Poor and Greg. the football inside the football has blue or pink, and Greg Joseph can kick the football, and it explodes. I no?
2: I'm a Judd. I'm a Judd. I love gender reveals. I I can't stand them. Can't.
0: Stand They're them. kind of funny when they go wrong, though, right? When- a little bit. Yeah. Like didn't some guy Kirk, swings and misses or something. Yeah. You know?
2: Didn't didn't Kirk have one? And he just like yes. completely missed the target yes. and was just like, he, "What
0: the hell was that?" Dude? In fairness, the target was down by the ground, and he kind of like, okay, Kirk. They, the target, the target, okay. <laughs> the target should have been up higher. It's like not the his receiver's fault. Hands, it's, so. it's it's the defense. The, the offensive line. line did not protect him during yeah. the <laughs> the placement. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Tim Cody chimes in via the Score North app. So by the way, on the. Saturday, August 26th, 1 o'clock. Mark your calendars. We'd love to hang out with you and see you. Carousel Park. Uh, Tim Cody says, coming to town for my first Vikings game in Minnesota since 1984. Wow. Have seen two preseason games in Denver recently. I'm a dedicated fan of all of your uh, Score North content. I enjoy all the shows in bleed purple during football. And the Twins blue and red as well. What should I realistically look forward to? For Saturday's preseason game, I'll be in Section 116, Row 8, if anyone is looking to connect with Tim Cody.
1: Um, Well, Kirk Cousins did confirm during his press conference on Thursday that the starters are not going to play. So you should look for, I mean, honestly, if I'm not being a smartass, I I would say this. I, I would keep a close eye on the cornerbacks. I would keep a close eye on number 40, Ivan Pace Jr., who I think is co- is has a very good chance to win a starting job, but will play. Um, and I would say as far as the offense goes, probably keep a close eye on the receivers that do play. Brandon Powell will play. Rager will play. Yeah. So, like, if I was going to watch three things, that's probably it Because if, because starters aren't playing. Like, you, you can watch the offensive line but it's the backups. It's not going to mean much. Ed Ingram, I would guess is going to play again, but I don't know for sure. But I, I think the, I think the wide receiver um, four and five spots. And I think that the cornerbacks are probably going to be the the most important because you are looking at guys who uh, are possibly going to be important in the regular season.
0: Yeah. That's fair. I mean, J- Jaron Hall. I want to see. Can yeah, we get something other than rolling out to the right and throwing a ball away? And some of that was just his offensive line gave him very little chance. But yeah, I'd like to see some steps forward. It's there's there's been some questions. I didn't I didn't put one in our batch here specifically, but about some of the other like DTR. Uh, is it Dorian uh, Thompson Robinson? The UCLA quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some rookie quarterbacks that are not like the first round guys, but that have looked pretty good. Yep. I don't know that you can judge a whole lot based on what you're seeing in these preseason games going forward, but it would be nice to see Jaron Hall carve up a third team defense in the second half. Wouldn't it?
1: Yep. Yep. I'm also curious. Are we going to see, uh, since Kirk's not going to play Mullins in the first half hall in the second, are they going to reverse that? Which I would guess they're not going to, but you could Mm -hmm. because yeah, that, that was Jaron Hall looks very raw. So I'm not excusing him, but I'm with you. That was rough last week. Like that one series where he basically got sacked twice. And I think the three and out was like 10 seconds. That was
0: pretty brutal. Yep. Uh, Justin R. says the score North training camp coverage has been the best in town. Judd's camp notes for the win. Thank you. Thank you. But, but I think you guys are too bullish on the defense. They have not been good since 2019 and have not added any Pro Bowl caliber players. If Vegas set the season points allowed total for the defense at 400, would you take the over or the under? For some context, the last two 17-game seasons, the Vikings defense has allowed 426 and 427 points. Would you take over or under 400 points allowed on defense? I'd probably take under. Over. But you know- Over.
1: Over. But you know what? Just to be very clear here, because he's right, like, it's come off like we are praising them. Um, And it's not what we're doing. They've been so bad that I think they're going to be improved. Like, like the bar at which our discussions begin about this is not like it's 2017 going into 18. So like, my expectation is not that this is going to, to be great. But you know make no mistake they were at the bottom bottom of the league in several defensive categories and it's my opinion that they can get up to like let's say 20th which still is not like knocking your socks off 15th possibly yeah. but i just i just think that the scheme is going to be improved but the one thing that we talked about yesterday that I, I am concerned about and i don't think that there's been enough that we can go on is is the run defense actually going to hold up but I just want to be clear. We're talking about a bottom-feeding defense improving. So I don't think any of the three of us are like, this is going to be a top five, a great group. We just think it's going to be improved because the scheme and the coaching is going to be better than it certainly was last season.
0: But is it is it possible, like Declan's taking the over 400, is it possible that it's just going to look a lot different and they're still going to give up 24 points a game on average?
1: It's possible. I, yeah. That's it's It's possible. But I mean, no. if you could make adjustments, if you can make adjustments and you can get um, and you know, especially once you put things on film, yeah, I think that there is a chance that it's going to be,, um, how can I put this as nicely as possible? I think there's a chance it's going to look competent. Last year was incompetence. The Zimmer, the end of, the, of Mike's tenure started to fall apart, but last year was flat-out incompetence. Yeah. Like who coached them? Ed Donafell sure as hell didn't. Okay, Sean Payton. Okay. This is a, this is a brotherhood Hopkins. of
0: coaches now, okay? Yeah. Let's...
1: Easy Ed, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, boy, I could have warned him after, two, after uh, 4th and twenty six in 2003.
0: Yeah. Uh, hey, before we, uh, there's some other great questions here that we're going to get to. Uh, if you guys could click the like button and the subscribe button, if you haven't already on the Purple Daily YouTube channel, you can help us spread the word uh, about this awesome community. You guys have just been so great building up this show for us and uh, helping make it one of the biggest football podcasts in America. And uh, also if you could support our sponsors by buying their products or telling them that we sent you starting with Nutrisource here. So our dogs actually, here's a great question from John Muehlbauer on YouTube. He says totally off topic. I was wondering what breed or combo platter is Phil's dog Maya. That's Maya Mm. on the YouTube channel right there. So a funny story about that. Uh, Maya, when we adopted her, we were told she is a uh, Chihuahua-Terrier mix. So she's got kind of the Chihuahua face, Chihuahua ears, but then like the Terrier body and hunting instincts. But then we did one of those doggy DNA tests, and it came back that she's like 14 different things. and That's that's what Stella is. So we have no idea, basically, what Maya is. Look at Stella.
1: Stella is the same exact thing. And the one thing we know is that she loves her neutral Treading rewards treats. What we don't know is what she is because she's the same thing. It came back. She's like 15 things, but here's the problem. All of our dogs now are in the system. So if they've committed crimes or something, right. they're going down because they're going to be run through the doggy DNA database. We're all screwed. Yeah. Oh,
2: and Vinny's, yeah. Vinny's a mini golden doodle. So there's no, um, there's no getting around of, of something else mixed in there. Uh, he actually looks more like his mom than his dad. We, we, we saw pictures of what mom and dad look like, and especially when he gets his haircut. He I mean, he looks exactly like his mom. Yeah, uh, these so we, are... call him, we call him a rosebud when he gets his haircut because that was the name of his mom. So <laughs> we wow. call him little rosebud. And, uh, but, but general, he's a bit. That's
0: who he is. Oh. And they're all Nutrisource dogs. They're all Nutrisource yes. dogs. Nutrisourcepetfoods.com to find a Nutrisource retailer near you and you can support the show that way. Uh, in terms of people food, human food, let's tell the audience, Declan, about Three Jack, one of our favorite restaurants in, uh, in the Twin Cities area.
2: Yeah, you can go to threejackandthreejack.com, and with fantasy football draft season coming up, one of the best times of the year. Why don't you have it at Three Jack? You can book a two-hour bay, and you get one hour for free. That's right. You can uh, put your draft sim right up on that big golf board. Maybe you want to swing a golf club uh, between the picks, uh, you can go to 3jack.com, load up on those loaded nachos, get the steak sandwich, get a salmon salad, get the open face steak sandwich. It's really dang good, too. Uh, once you're planning that fancy football draft, you can go to 3jack threejack and 3jack.com and tell them that your friends at Purple Daily sent You can go to 3jack threejack and 3jack.com.
0: And then uh, if you're in pain, whether it's ankles Feet, and then all the way up to neck, back, whatever it is, Summit Orthopedics is here to help you. No referrals are needed, and they offer same-day appointments. If you're really hurting, Summit Orthopedics also offers walk-in orthopedic urgent care seven days a week starting at 8 a.m., 25 locations across the Twin Cities and greater Minnesota. Learn more at SummitOrtho.com. Okay? Okay. Brian Gibbs says, I've been working hard to get some Surly before I die in the Chicago area in time for opening day. There are taps. taps. Yeah, we've seen them in bars in Chicago. Uh, Chris, a rep for Surly in Chicago, is accommodating me. My late father, who grew up in Minnesota, always said, just one before I die. So when the beer came out, it really hit home. If if there there are Surly uh, before I die taps in Chicago bars, we've definitely... (laughs) seen pictures, so mm-hmm. keep snooping around. Um, Let's see here. Okay, Christopher Moe says, wow, I thought Write That Down was a friendly game played between co-hosts and fans. That video clearly showed the tail end of a skirmish. I agree, someone swung at someone else. Why else would they be separating players? Judd and the Deckmeister should be ashamed for the blatant disregard of what they this saw. Is, you know...
1: It's Christopher th- Moe, what a great it's one thing to, Thank you. to read fan reaction. It's another to make up a name and write it what? yourself. Why are you making this and up? Clearly that's what, Christopher Moe, here's my question. Do you exist, or is this a figment of Phil's imagination? Oh, wow. oh, another question. They're
2: questioning Phil's integrity of Feedback Friday?
0: You think I'm just making – you think I'm making all I these up to make up. myself look good? It.
1: And by the way, you oh, got gosh. the point. You got oh,
0: the point boy. off yesterday
1: for sure. Oh, boy. what? Okay.
0: A lot of controversy. I, the amount of people Since debating and arguing whether it was a skirmish or not. So, was... when has,
1: write that down, been friendly, though?
0: Yeah, make no mistake. It's vicious.
2: It is a vicious game.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't. Come on.
2: Phil's if you want Berner. friendly.
1: burner
0: <laughs> Check out the initials game if you want friendly. Wow. See, now that's a shot. Unnecessary shot at other media companies.
1: <laughs> well, that's more friendly than us.
0: They bring on their friends. We just...
1: We're we got not, our friends to write that down. Our, our friends. Well, yeah, the, the listener, one person, but the rest of us are very just of- going
0: rogue attacking oh. right now. This is mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> OK, Joe Mers chimes in and says, guys, I get this gut feeling that Cousins is going to take a step back this year only because everyone is talking like he's going to have a big year. I am 60 years old, longtime Vikings fan, and this is my fear. It would be so Vikings if Cousins took a step back. What do you guys think the chances of this are?
1: Boy, um, I don't think he's going to. Like, unless unless it's an age thing, which I think he's still okay there, especially for a quarterback, and he does keep himself in fantastic shape and, and now has, what, a body coach. Um, I don't expect him to take a step back. But, again, keep in mind – I'm also not a big fan of the counting stats, and, and those certainly did take a step back in some cases, which are which is absolutely fine. Do I expect him to lead eight fourth-quarter comebacks? No. Do I expect the Kevin O'Connell, Kirk Cousins, and this offense will score more points throughout the entire game so they don't have to come back in the fourth quarter? Yes. But um, I would be surprised if we saw a big decline. And to go back to what we've talked about before – It doesn't appear that Kirk Cousins being in the last year of a contract derails him, so I don't expect that to be a huge deal because he's been here and done that before.
0: You know, real quick on this. So earlier in the week, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, we talked about Kirk in the second year of this offense compared to Matt Ryan from like seven or eight years ago, the second year in the Kyle Shanahan offense, and how – Matt Ryan took a huge step forward. He was a little younger. He was like 31, but he took a huge step forward. He won the MVP. He led the league. He, 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 so he took a step back from his career numbers the first year in the Shanahan system, but mm-hmm. he led the NFL in fourth quarter comebacks. The parallels to Matt Ryan in, a, in a very similar system with a similar coach. So first year under Shanahan as the offensive coordinator, overall numbers take a step back. But he leads the NFL in game winning drives and fourth quarter comebacks. And then the next year, the complete package shows up and he leads the NFL, he wins the MVP, leads the NFL in yards per attempt, in passer rating, in QBR, in touchdown percentage, throws for almost five thousand yards, three touchdown lead in the second half of the Super Bowl. We all know what happened. Um, and then kind of came back to earth after that. But I don't know, I'm not saying there's a, a duplicate here, but the simulators in it first year in O'Connell system, lead the league in fourth quarter comebacks. But yeah. but the whole package wasn't there. What has he lost, Cousins? That would unless it's an age thing, and he just right. like hits an age cliff. Every, to me, everything is additive. It's another year. It's more comfort. It's a it's better wide receivers because you're replacing Thielen with Addison, right?
1: Yes, yes. There there are um, make no mistake, definite concerns with it. This team interior offensive line, the defense. Uh, Kirk Cousins is way down my list, way down my list. And, and you know, from all appearances to what you're talking about, Phil, they got Kirk Cousins the right coach, which they didn't have, and, and I'm not absolving Kirk either. But, yeah, this is – if I was to have a pie chart of worry, Kirk Cousins is not going to get much of a slice, if any.
0: You may have invented a new segment, a pie chart of worry.
1: Pie chart of worry. That's point. a very Zolgadian thing. Or can pie we? Is there, is there
0: some sort of alliteration? Is there a synonym for worry that starts with a P or a CH? Hmm. Well, pie chart of know, panic. Ask. The pie chart of panic. Pie chart of panic. It's good. Sure. We'll add it to the list of. I second. like it, Dex. If you if you had to guess, I mean, what is there a chance Kirk takes a step back in your mind, or are you not really concerned about that?
2: Uh, there's a chance. Uh, you know his numbers. I know overall his perception. I thought took a step forward, but his numbers took a half step backwards last year. And uh,
1: you good there, Jet? Pie chart of pessimism from forever Pie mediocre. Pie chart of pessimism.
0: Very well done. It's pretty good. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I think there is a chance he can take a step back because his numbers took a step back. And the thing that uh, I've been beating home is just because the elite quarterbacks have played well into their mid to late thirties does not mean every quarterback can play well into his mid to late thirties. Yep. And that's, I agree that's with that. that is what I am concerned with is Kirk cousins part of the trend or is Kirk cousins potentially taking a step back and we have to wait and see. Yep.
0: All right. This next one is a question I saw floating around social media this week. I'm going to throw it at you guys for a billion dollars given upfront. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know if you have to pay taxes, but whatever, here's a billion dollars. Would you have Mike Tyson in his prime always trying to find and kill you? Here are the details. A man comes up to you and gives you the offer of a lifetime. You can have a billion dollars on one condition. Just straight up, here's a billion dollars. Your entire life, you will be chased by prime Mike Tyson. He is immortal and has infinite resources at his disposal to find you. You, however, can use your $1 billion to run from him or use... The resources to protect yourself. The only way to defeat Mike Tyson is to beat him in hand-to-hand combat.
1: <laughs> oh no! Do you no, take I'm, the billion dollars? No,
0: no, 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 no. He, you could, tra- you could, you could train yourself up to beat him in a fight.
1: Yeah, but I don't want to do that.
0: Mike Tyson in his prime would find me and kill me. Like, not, but no, Tys- but no. You're not thinking creatively enough here. You could I like h- you could hire like security teams to just always be around. I don't
1: want this hanging o- over my head. Armed I security, play. armed security. No, no, no. I don't want. I don't want this. I want my life. I don't want to be worried. Yeah. And Mike Tyson, like i he, if he got you, he'd rip your head off. That Mike Tyson. Yeah. Well,
0: your ear for sure. He would rip off. Yeah.
1: Well, I but know. I mean, if you remember, well, you you guys don't. But when Tyson was in his prime, that's a oh, scary I remember. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm out. No. Declan, do you know who Mike Tyson is?
2: Yes, I know who Mike Tyson is. Um <laughs> well, 90s <laughs> you know, Yes, I'm well Jay, aware who Mike Tyson Jay Beter, is. Jay not
1: so much. Uh,
2: yeah. Jay give me Give me 80s boxers, and then maybe I won't be able to tell you uh, tell you who they are. I'm good with the Thomas 90s. Hearns. I don't know who that is. Larry Holmes. I know that. I know Larry Holmes. Sugar Ray <laughs> Leonard. No Sugar Ray Leonard. Okay. Yeah, okay. I know those ones, at
1: least. So you guys like are Hearns out on the good. billion. You're out on I'm, the billion. Yeah, I'm not going to be running. No chance.
0: No, sorry. So, so I'm in on the billion, and I want, and there's some, like, let me see here. Someone just put uh, the yacht suggestion here, uh, too evil to hope. You see, you you just like get a yacht, and you're just always on a yacht. And then you yeah. can be training like Rocky. I'm
2: oh, afraid. Let me to tell you why, Mackie. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I, I, I'm I, afraid. I, 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 For the
1: first time in my life, not. I'm afraid. I don't want to be on a yacht constantly. What if you're training. just on a
0: private private jets and yachts with internet so you can still do Purple Daily?
2: Oh, he's gonna come on a
1: jet ski and still try to kill me <laughs> out no, with no, gloves. No, yeah. no,
0: I'm out. I'm yeah. out.
1: I totally get the question. I love it. It's fun. Nope
0: Yeah. Another thing, like people are suggesting here you could hire some sort of like uh like black ops SWAT team to capture Mike Tyson and put him on an island or something or imprison him in immortal. It's not work. You're paying for other people to do it. No, Did but I gotta be the worst rich find, person ever.
1: I gotta fire or hire them. I gotta find them to pay them. I don't wanna have to. No, plus, you hire I, someone that, to hire them. If, if, that's if if what you I do. Put my, if I kidnap, which that is Mike Tyson, that's a federal offense. And now, despite the fact that that's if You distance yourself from me, it. God, do you know how much work you're talking about here?
0: Dude, no, not you, doing you know how much now. you can skirt if you wanna, get a billion dollars? I just,
1: I just wanna get done with these shows and go take my nap.
0: Uh Knox Vanderwerf chimes in. That's a great name by the way. He says my name is Knox, I am 13 years old. I really enjoy listening to Purple Daily. About a week ago when I was at Vikings training camp, I noticed Judd on the sidelines. I called his name and he signed my flag. Do you yeah. remember this interaction?
1: Oh yeah, that that's I that that was the night practice. I signed two things. I signed a football and a flag. And that's why I apologized because I have to improve on my signature. We talked about this. So Knox, but thank you for asking. That was very nice.
0: Knox says, I listened to the podcast the next day. I heard Judd talk about signing my flag. I was so excited to hear him mention it. It made my year. I'm a big Vikings enthusiast. And if you guys ever need uh, a, uh, for a youth commentator, let me know. I would love to join in on your podcast sometime. Knox, we'd love to get you on write that down sometime.
1: Absolutely. And Ventline, and Ventline for sure.
0: He did not complain about your signature being bad here. Well,
1: that's very nice of him. But, I mean, I I am taking it upon myself to work on it to improve it.
0: Okay. Uh, So, Stephen Barbie asks here in the YouTube comment section, will we be seeing any more wrestling guests in the future on Score North? Maybe Shayna Baszler. So, Shayna Baszler is a huge Vikings fan.
1: Yep. It would be kind
0: of fun to get Shayna Baszler on. Yeah, but I mean, if you guys have ideas for like, I don't think we. Well, Roman Reigns would be awesome because Roman Reigns was in Vikings training camp in 2007. Yeah, yeah, that'd be the
1: casual. I, I think the whole. I think he actually left camp because he got sick. Yeah, I think that's when he started his correct. battle against cancer. I was, I was tipped off to it at the time, but he his his
0: name was what Joe Osimo or something like that uh it, it, it's joe Is it pronounced i don't, it's Anou- a or yeah joe and noah so at that time no, no,
1: name. no i i was tipped off to the fact that he was sick but n- nobody knew him and so it's like you know i wasn't gonna report that but i think that that cut short his camp and i think after that he he eventually thankfully got healthy and turned to wrestling
0: how about that brock lesnar and roman reigns both thought, I want to play football. That's what I'm sick of. What I've been doing, or I want to. I want to play football. And then they both became world-renowned, uh, filthy rich superstars in either combat sports and/or WWE. Amazing. So
1: Brock, Brock got in, started the huge brawl that they had in the joint practice back at that time against the Chiefs in Mankato. And I yeah. was doing some research on this a couple of days ago. I forgot. So he was a WWE wrestler. Yes. Who then the Vikings convinced, or he he wanted he quit. to. He was,
0: he was he literally the, one of the top two or three stars. It was like two okay. years in, in WWE, maybe three. He was one of the top two or three stars, and he quit. Okay. In like his mid-20s. He was like 24 yep. or 25 years old. To
1: try out for the Vikings.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he whiffed on the, that, yeah. and then he went okay. into UFC fighting.
1: because. Because Joe and Noah was coming, I think, out of, if I'm not mistaken on this, Georgia Tech. Yeah. And he started yes. as a football player, yep. got sick, left football, and went to wrestling. I'm guessing he probably wrestled at some point in college or something like that. But but like he was he was not in wrestling, I don't think, until he left the Vikings. So Brock just Correct. went back to wrestling.
0: Well, but eventually. Uh, yeah. He went to UFC. He he yeah. was away from wrestling for like eight years or something. Okay, and then he went to. Oh, uh, okay, then he yeah mm-hmm. he I mean he became the UFC heavyweight champion for you know several years. Battled diverticulitis and almost he almost died at one point while he was in UFC. Mm. And then uh, and then he came back, just kind of a. And now he's been back in for ten years. So yeah. anyhow, a lot of Vikings Vikings connections to to the WWE. Uh, Corey Larson asks. What would the Vikings look like today if they had drafted Johnny Manziel? Who would have been fired and when? What would the team look like now? Remember, there was a report. Wasn't Jay Glazer reporting that they were trying to trade up to get Johnny Manziel when he was falling?
1: Yeah, because Cleveland acquired that pick from Philadelphia, and I believe that Jay Glazer reported that night or early the next morning that the Vikings actually had also been on the phone with Philadelphia. Yeah, So that that was the Anthony Barr... Teddy Bridgewater draft, right? Mm-hmm. Which I mean, which lends credence since they took Teddy with the last pick of the second or of the first round that they got from Seattle. It lends credence to the fact that they at least made a phone call. Um, Spielman gets fired far quicker, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Boy, cause, cause, that's so, Ponder and Manziel in in three four years, right there.
0: Yeah, so dude, could you imagine? Oh my god, could you imagine Mike Zimmer? And Johnny Manziel trying to coexist. And it it flamed out very quickly in Cleveland. But Yeah, no. Oh, my God. You talk about the polar opposite personality. Also, it would have been interesting. Our guy Alex Boone would have been on on the same team for at least one of those years with Johnny Manziel. And so the stories that we would have been uh, getting here on this show years later. (laughs) Who was in Cleveland at the time? Was Mike Pettin the coach at the time?
1: And if, if I'm not mistaken, Kevin O'Connell might might have been his position coach.
0: Kevin O'Connell was definitely on he was Johnny Manziel's right? staff. yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. and I believe Kevin O'Connell, before he got back in the league, I think he was one of the guys that trained Manziel in San Diego.
0: What draft was that?
1: 14, 2014. Right?
0: Okay, it would have been uh, so tw- uh, tw- Mike Pettin.
1: Okay, it was Mike Pettin. 2014 now- and 15. That'd be a great story. He's on the Viking staff right now with O'Connell,
0: oh my God, that guy probably has so many crazy stories and then Hugh Jackson came in in two thousand sixteen. <laughs> can't remember the exact last year so wow, yeah, I mean it would have been the biggest train wreck in in history, and it I don't know that it would have I'm trying to think so they would have the vikings they they wound up going to the playoffs and almost beating the Seahawks with Teddy Bridgewater, so they yep. definitely don't do that right. Right. I'm trying to decide how much would they have traded. That defense was going to be good no matter what. I don't think Mike Zimmer would have even put Johnny Manziel into games. No. Like well, being that Ted- unprepared. And
1: and Teddy Teddy's first year, right? He didn't start. He, he only played because uh, Matt Castle got hurt. Castle. Yep. But, yeah, you're right. Manziel wouldn't have played, and my guess is it would have cost Spielman his job, but not
0: Mike. Yep. I think you're right. And then I just feel like around that time – the Vikings had some real leaders in that locker room too. You know the Brian Robinsons. I mean, think about on a on a lesser level. Everson Griffin was a huge pain in the ass and party guy behind the scenes. And the Vikings, the Vikings kept that completely hush hush and quiet for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, there were a couple public incidents that popped up with Everson, but they've always oh, just oh, had yeah. you know basically since the the 2005 uh, Love Boat locker room, they've had some pretty good. Locker rooms with leaders, you know, the Harrison Smiths, they tend to keep things, you know, Adam Thielen. I mean, Manziel was pretty quiet.
1: Yeah, I I think you're right. I think Manziel doesn't play. And it's just a disaster. Like there was no, there was no infrastructure. Cleveland was not a good one, but I don't think there was any infrastructure that you were going to put Johnny Manziel into that would have worked. You know, from the Patriots on down, I think it would have been a
0: disaster and it was. Yeah. And then uh, they would have had their house would have been, uh, messed up and and need need of some fixing. And so they would have had to call Finch home solutions to help them.
1: You know, yep. Clean clean things up, I guess. Yeah, And my friend Cody and his team would have shown up at their Make house me. in that in that Viking color, in that purple colored van. And they would have knocked on the door, come in, and guess what? They would have done what Johnny oh. Manziel couldn't do, which is they would have fixed the problem. They would have been courteous. They would have been efficient. They would have told you exactly what you need, needed to know. Not a bunch of garbage, but what you need to know. And then they would have left and you would have said, Finchholm Solutions is absolutely fantastic. How do I know this? because they came to my house. That's right. Sports Dad let them in to my house, and they did a fantastic job. Fast, efficient, absolutely fantastic. Right now, a free electrical panel inspection can be yours or pay $199 $199 for a home safety inspection. Both are very important. But here's the thing with Finch. No job is too small. No job is too big. They can do anything from rewiring your entire house to changing an outlet. 612-357-2604. Or uh, go online, finchhomesolutions.com. finchhomesolutions.com. There's a form right there to fill out. They will show up in that van. They will fix the problem. I guarantee it. finchhomesolutions.com.
0: Hey, a shout-out to our friends, too, at EcoFun. Uh, So many fun toys to get get your butt into. We're talking electric bikes. We're talking uh, 49cc up to 300cc scooters for you to get out and ride around on. Uh, Youth ATVs, golf carts that are souped up and ready to rock and roll. Just all sorts of fun things. EcoFunMotorsports.com. Two locations in the metro area, Forest Lake off I-35 and Burnsville off 35W in County Road 42. And tell them that uh, Purple Daily and or Score North sent you in. EcoFunMotorsports.com. All right, boys. Good session here. Good little feedback Friday session. Mm-hmm. We have another episode too. It's been a while since we've picked the Viking schedule. So we're about halfway through the preseason. We're going to pick the Viking schedule in a bonus episode, and then we'll probably pick it again like right before the season starts, once we kind of know what the roster officially looks like and some of the opponents, but yeah, keep the feedback coming. YouTube comment section and the feedback tab inside the Score North app, and remember, we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die.